0: Welcome to Not Just Talk Radio, a modern-day movement offering a platform where real talk and new perspectives are transformed into action and evidence. Your host is LaTanya Jr., along with co-hosts Tina Nguyen and Tony Brown. LaTanya is known for her unconventional brilliance and humanitarian scope of interest. They're ready to share both wit and wisdom. Now, here is LaTanya, Tina, and Tony.
1: Welcome, welcome, not just talk radio. What a special show. You know, sometimes there are the celebrities that have made great films and contributed to the world, and we love them. And sometimes it's people like our mothers and families and and heroes. But then there are those people that forever has changed the planet. I mean, I just sit back and get ready for this show. I mean, I'm just tingling. Because how often do you get an opportunity to chat in and sit at a round table of one of the great change agents that participated in the front line with our country and our world's level of greatness. And as we all know, and if you don't, never forget, Rosa Parks would be 106 years old, February 4th. 2019 so it is only it is only uh, there's no other conversation to be had and that's why this show is here today because if we can't speak to Rosa Parks we need to speak to her dearest friends oh I should say one of her dearest friends so I'm going to set the stage because we have Elaine Steele that's going to join us and also Louise Harris and they're going to share some inspiring information but just wait a minute wait a minute how about being a teenager in high school and having an opportunity in the early 1960s, um, while still in high school, to meet the one and only Miss Parks? How about sitting down with Miss Parks and saying, I gift myself to you, I want to volunteer? How about Mrs. Rosa Parks being like a daughter, a good friend? Can you only imagine the promise of america that anyone that have sat in this this space we owe them and we want to celebrate them and so that's why i wanted to celebrate Elaine Steele and she's the co-founder of the Rosa and Raymond Parks Institute for Self Development at Rosa Parks Institute. I have wonderful personal stories with her, and I'll share those probably over the entire month of February, but my stories doesn't do anything, kind of can't come near what she's done for me. The six or seven times I've had an opportunity to be with her and sit at her feet and have dinner quietly with her and um, have her teach me how to properly sit in a car when you need to fix Push a lot of folks in the car, so I hear her giggling. I'm going to shut up because I can just talk because I'm very tickled, and I'm going to say thank you, the incomparable Elaine Steele, and we love you up front. I'm going to love you at the bottom, at the end of this show. Welcome to Not Just Talk Radio Worldwide, 300 3.5 million listeners. We welcome you to the show.
2: Thank you. Peace, blessings, and thank you. So much, great one. You are indeed a marvel and uh, just a, a brilliant friend. I feel blessed to be in your company.
1: Now, you know, I'm sitting here going, you know, I've, I've volunteered to be your, like you volunteer for, for Miss Rosa Parks. You know me. I was like, when you come to town, I'll drive you and I'll make you chicken. <laughs> I sit at your feet. I surrender. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You're isn't, you're isn't well, a I, I, So, I, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, uh, I said to a friend, Michelle Leathers, who was one of my mentors a couple of days ago, I said, I don't know if people realize that we are living in a time that's one of the great pivotal points of history. And so we know, you know, about the Emancipation Proclamation, there was a stage we went through, and then there were people of color that kicked out and started innovating, and, and then we had the Jim Crow laws, and that's another snap to our entire social being. And then we had World War II and World War I, and then we had, of course, the 1960s. Yeah. Um, and now I, tell, I, I share with people, you know, now we're in 2019, and I don't know if everyone's getting the message but we are at a critical crossroad, not just nationally and locally, but globally. And even, I think, spiritually as people, right? I mean, do you think uh, that? Absolutely. Absolutely, so, we are. Yeah. So. And, and what are your thoughts? I just want to know, what are your thoughts in regards to where we are and then we'll take the show from there because I really want to talk about more what you want to share with us and if you can share one or two little backstories that we don't get you know every day in the newspaper because everyone swears they know Rosa Parks you know that right (laughs) whatever I I I was and you know what I say I say y'all don't know nothing you know I know the person that knows And, and I even share with people I will share by saying this is that the Warren Buffett Foundation um, stepped in and acquired some of her most precious belongings. And you invited me there with the historians at the Library of Congress. I have over 800 photos and videos. um, Wow. Did you remember I was taking all those photos and you were looking at me? I did not. You didn't notice? Wow. I have 846 Mm. photos.
2: Oh, that's marvelous. Uh,
1: pointing mm. at Miss Parks Bible, pointing pointing at the letters her family sent her because she was she well documented her life. But fr- first, I want to say, what do you think where we are in regards to um, our social responsibility? Do you think that my generation and those little stinkers under me, that's what I call them, those little millennial stinkers under me, um, what, do you, what are your thoughts? What, what, what do you think we're doing good at, and what suggestion could you give us?
2: Well, I think that, that we, ha- we still have a long ways to go, and it seems like we have longer um, than we had in the past um, when Mrs. Parks was with us. Um, our generation uh, did not uh, do as well, and the generation that is following us, uh, you know, that uh, they are just uh, following, unfortunately, some of our footsteps, and, and, and we're not holding up the mantle uh, appropriately. Uh, Mrs. Parks and I uh, founded the Rosa and Raymond Parks Institute for Self-Development, and our signature program is Pathways to Freedom. And in Fast Ways to Freedom, we motivate uh, youth to reach their highest potential as well as uh, travel and network with young people and old people all over the country and all over the world. And some of these students that we have met have uh, just been jewels. And then there have been others that have not been so much. And we really want to um, impart and, um, some of Mrs. Park's values and how important it was to her uh, that we all uh, stand up and take responsibility and make things happen for the better. Uh in our homes, as well as in our immediate environment and our country.
1: Um, You know, I get that because it seems as the further we get away from the 60s um, and, you know, whether across all cultures, they're saying younger people, um, they don't lean back into history anymore. They just sort of move forward and crush through and crush through. But the fact is... You know, I'm a, I, I believe I'm a self-proclaimed historian. If you don't know where you've Absolutely. been, baby, you can't you can't go anywhere. And Absolutely. so, and you don't have that endurance. You know, I see so many of the organizations, the young folks, I love when they come out, but I, they don't keep coming out. They come out and it's done and then they sort of walk away. And, and so that's very interesting. You know, you had mentioned some of uh, Mrs. Parks' values Which is one of the values you think that was dearest to her, that if she was here today, she would say, this is what I need you, not what I suggest because you had shared with me, she, she you know, she, she stood firm, you know, she wasn't no softie. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and most people look at her, oh, look at the gentle Miss Rosa Parks. And they, you were like, no, mm-mm. she knew exactly. <laughs> she was a strategist. She knew what she was doing. And so what, what are one of those values you think she would love to apply with us today? Well,
2: uh, I think one of the main values was respect. Uh, to respect yourself and to uh, respect others, um, those closest to you and and those distant from you. And, and, uh, you know, with that uh, form of respect, uh, you can network better. It's important that we network with one another so that we can, you know, just rise. Uh, You know, today we seem to be Uh, faltering more than we did in in past years. Um, One of the reasons is is that we don't seem to take an interest. The young people today, we have to encourage them or almost, uh, for lack of a better word, barter with them to... And indeed uh, reach their highest potential, you know, that we tell them, you can do better than that, you know, that uh, what do you think the examples are that you're setting, you know, for the younger sisters and brothers and cousins and so forth? And, you know, and, and they think, hmm, oh, well. And and not much beyond that. So you know, um, we work very hard with our pathways to freedom program, uh, strongly encouraging them to reach their highest potential.
1: Um, that's that's very interesting because your path pathway to freedom. You know, when I heard of it, I hadn't heard from it, uh, about the program, and then when I heard, I was in awe by it. And I want us to talk about it a little more before the end of the show and if there's any website for fundraising or wherever they can go to make sure. I want people to contribute because, you know, here's my thought. And when you said that word respect, I happen to believe, you know, I'm a little old school because when I met you, I was like, I'm not even going to walk ahead of her. I'm not even walking beside. I just, besides the fact you have a walk that's much stronger than I and I was also trying to keep up with you. (laughs) I was like, "Oh, you're kind." She made she, she, and, then, and then a friend of mine, you know, Anita Stell said to me, "You dodo bird, you can't outwalk an active. That's a, do you know that's a sister from Rosa Park. You can, you'll never. Be, they can be a hundred. You will never be able to outwalk them." And I just, I had a moment, and I just thought, I need to write this in my diary. Um, how quickly you can walk and get upstairs and get in the car and move around just like a, a four year old, because you guys have your bodies have changed with your spirit um, in regards to getting things done. I, I want to think about you being 17. And I know you told me this story, but I would love to share it again. And you, I, I know you said, you know, I got a, a job on, I think, at the the sewing factory, but I wasn't very good at it. <laughs> but remember you said I I was like sewing yeah Miss Parks got me on at the sewing but I wasn't good at it did she tell you to find a new career no I don't think that
2: (laughs) well let me tell you I really thought I could sew because I was in the dress design uh, curriculum at my high school and uh, when I applied at the Stockton uh, sewing factory in Detroit which was a uh, newly um, formed sewing factory. And uh, they asked me if I could sew. I said, oh, yes, yes, I could sew because I did. You know, I was taking sewing, and I, I think I was about at the seventh level, um, you know, in, in my uh, curriculum. Well, uh, needless to say, when I sat down next to Mrs. Rosa Parks, I... I I was so excited I had, you know, no idea. She said, oh, dear. She's always spoke softly. She said, oh, dear, do you know who I am? I said, I hope everybody knows who you are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but,
2: uh, uh, as I started sewing, these were power sewing machines. They sew very, very fast. And uh, And although I was making something simple, like an apron, the sewing machine the sewing machine took off, and my <laughs> stitches, instead of going straight as they should have, they went zigzag. And um, you know, I was just mortified. And Mrs. Parks very calmly said, "Oh my dear." She says, let me help you take those out. And she (laughs) took a razor blade, which I had never used to take out stitches. (laughs) We were taught, you know, you use your fingers, your fingernails to take out stitches. She did it so neatly and so calmly in uh, taking out these stitches. So um, that was my first encounter. And I have to say that I lasted at the Stockton sewing factory about five days, and it was <laughs> a mutual decision between the employer and the employee that perhaps there was a better job for me.
1: So, so that, so, that I mean, that's a great story. I can't, you know, you said she pulled out that razor blade. What made you guys stay connected? You hear, you are a high school student. She's a grown woman. She's already per- participated in organizations. She's she's a strategist. You know, I'm going to use that word. I'm a strategist. I know one, and and can read about one. And she's a, I think if she was today and given the fair opportunity, she probably would have been like a strategist of a company because she was very determined about a unique way of doing things and when to do it. Because you and I had that conversation. She had been on that bus before with the same driver who was not a nice dude, as my dad would say. He wasn't a nice cat. Um, But that day, right? Is that correct? That's correct. And you think, you know, I listen to everything you say, right? And uh, <laughs> I. You see, right? I was like, suck up, suck up, I'm like sucking up sponge, Well,
2: uh, How we continued the relationship was more than likely some months later. Uh, well, well, even prior to that, uh, as we sat at the sewing machine together found out that we were both Methodists. We both belonged to the Methodist faith. Uh, I belonged to the CMEs, uh, which originally was the Colored Methodist Episcopal Church, but they changed the name to Christian Methodist Episcopal Church. And Mrs. Parks was a member of the first established Methodist Church, the AMEs, which was the African Methodist Episcopal Church. So with us both uh, uh, being Methodists, that made us have uh, something in common. And later, um, let's see, well, I met her down at um, uh, the federal building in Detroit, where we both work. I began working for the United States Bankruptcy Court, and... Uh, She was working for Congressman John Conyers. Uh, She had um, assisted in uh, John Conyers uh, uh, winning the election, and you know how long he uh, was a congressman. But uh, Mrs. Parks was responsible for that. He said she never said it because she invited uh, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., to come and speak for Congressman John Conyers, and he never forgot that. And for that, um, he, in fact, hired her as a part of his staff, where she remained until retirement. But uh, at Eventide Nursing Home, where Mrs. Parks and I met again uh, for the first time, her mother um, was a... um, was ill and obviously had to become a uh, residential patient there for a short period. And then one of our church me- members also um, was a uh, resident there. And we met again uh, in the hall and tell so Mrs. Clark and she's so late. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the rest is history and so the rest this is history. Well, we're going to go to a friend. commercial
1: and I want to come back um, because there's a lot more to hear. I mean, for anyone that's listening, you should be off your chair and on your knees. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we'll be back, not just talk radio. Follow us on Twitter at
0: Voice TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, you shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN.
3: Sometimes the curveballs that life throws you are just too much to handle. You may have been abused. You may be going through serious addictions. You may be bullied. You may think it's over, and nobody cares. Stop. There is a forum for you. Listen for Abba Daddy House Girls Speak Out, hosted by Annette Smith and Myrna Thatcher. We give you a voice and provide an outlet for your stories. We can help, one show at a time. Tune in every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern,
4: Tune in every week to the Voice America Influencers Channel for The Movement with Shannon D. Hughes. It's all about what's happened in the past that determines the future. Everyone has their up moments and their down moments. The pendulum is always swinging between the victories and the pitfalls in our lives. But each of these serves as success points that we learn from and move forward. Listen for The Movement every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on The Voice America Influencers Channel.
0: You are listening to Not Just Talk Radio. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to lj at notjusttalkradio.com. Now back to this week's show.
1: Welcome, welcome back to Not Just Talk Radio with the incomparable Elaine Steele. Um, and if you've been listening, um, I would hope you would take this information, think of it as a, a pattern, you know, as Mrs. Parks and and also Elaine Steele. Maybe not the great, not, not the greatest Same <laughs> stress. But I want, you know, what we do, what we learn, not only from our ancestors, um, but for those that are older than us that have walked a walk and pathed away, it, they've actually left this wonderful, wonderful roadmap for us. And that's what I'm hoping people get. You know, get off your butts. Um, don't let everything mm-hmm. be temp. Don't be so temperamental. You know, everybody's on Facebook. You didn't respect me. Look up respect. And maybe at the end of the show, I'm going to tell you what it really means. But we such, <laughs> we're in <laughs> such a critical state, man. We're just really our people out there on the planet Earth, no matter what country's listening that i hope this inspire you to step back and and be human and be humble and approach your contributions to making the planet a better place like like you know the in the pattern and way read up read up on rosa parks go to wikipedia start there get the book understand her dynamics between her and her husband so rosa the, parks
2: like my story
1: it's yeah rosa parks wrote. my story yeah, you got it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm. You can't stop me. I got something up my sleeve, and I also want you to make sure we're at the end of the show. We want um, Elaine Steele to share with us how we can contribute and support the programs um, that they have out there from the Rosa Parks and Raymond, Raymond, Raymond Rose and Raymond Parks Institute. Um, blah 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 blah. All that wonderful. So so let me shut up. So Miss um, Elaine Steele. Um, I want to, you know, that space, because you have a family also, and I don't, I I want people to understand that Dr. King and other people, when you decide to say, I'm going to step on this platform, and I know you're on the global platform, listening audience, just let me tell you, I um, was walking through the Library of Congress, yes, with the incomparable (laughs) Elaine Steele that invited me, and I was a (laughs) humble little bug on the wall, and we're walking down the wall. And if there's photos, and who's sitting in the photo? Miss Elaine Steele and Rosa Parks. And I stop and I go, "You're on the wall of the Library of Congress." <laughs> does do, you know? Does your family get it? And I know you We're going to talk to your sister Anita, who's also a great contributor to our landscape and for have, have her changed, helped change the world. Every. Every support system counts, and so when I say that, to say, well, how do how do we approach it when we are we've made a decision and we have a spiritual connection mm-hmm. with helping the greater cause? How did that work with your, the dynamics with your family? I was just wondering. I've never asked you that. That's the first time. Well, you know, because
2: Mrs. Parks was, uh, uh, you know, just Mrs. Parks. She was just a, a, a regular person, she received everyone uh, so graciously, it didn't matter if you were high and mighty or if you were low and meager, you know, you were just uh, people, you were just a human being. And so therefore, everyone acted the same way around her. And uh, being with her, you know, we just fell into step. And it wasn't difficult at all. She made it easy for everyone. So, um, you know, my family and, and uh, families that met her, uh, indeed, uh, you know, just loved her and received her into the fold.
1: And not to name drop, because I've seen the photos. I've seen the photos with the privilege of you, and I, I can't thank you enough, I'll never, ever forget it. I'll never, ever forget it. Um, what does it... Where is that space? When I look at you, I remember Dick Gregory said to me, as you know, he felt he was my godfather. And um, yeah. I remember he. we were having... Chicken soup, noodle, whatever soup somewhere in a cafe right. on a rainy day in New York. And he said to me, you know, when I look in your eyes, I look at the eyes and I see all these, I see King and things like that. You had, I've seen you with the Pope. Um, I know you and Coretta, uh, Miss Coretta Scott King um, um, was well noted together. And, and, and I know you've been with Dr. King. So when I look in your eyes. Right. When I, when I when I would look at you and I thought, I hope she doesn't think I'm just staring at her because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm weird. I'm looking at all of this history and stories and things like that. And, you know, I wanted to really celebrate you because I wanted our listening audience to know we have our final. You know, this is our connection. You're the generation that, you're the, you know, we're it is what it is. You're the generation that connect us to the transformation of the free world. Do you ever look at it as that? Do you ever wake up, or are you um, still feeling um, some of the uh, pain, (laughs) arthritic pain from all the marches? What do you (laughs) feel about it? Well, you know, no,
2: but, you know, when I have an opportunity to uh, meet people like you uh, who uh, share their brilliance and uh, are able to, uh, to expound on it, and you know, with the world, you know, it makes me so happy that Mrs. War- Park's work is being continued, that her work is is uh, reaching, you know, the outer limits. Uh, you know, it's it's a blessing. So I, you know, no, I I always uh, uh, think that I am, you know, the companion, the helper, and. Now I am helping uh, to spread the word, to spread the story of um, her humble brilliance and, uh, you know, what an honor it was to, um, you know, be in her company, you know, on a a regular and ongoing uh, basis. So we adopted each other spiritually as a mother and daughter. And um, and and that's the way, um, as as the students would say today, that's the way we roll. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you said, yeah, and that's the, and that's the way we roll. I, I want to talk about your program because I had never heard of it. Then you do know I've sat down and I said I volunteered just as you volunteered your service to. Uh, Mrs. Parks, right, Ms. Parks and Mrs. Parks. Yeah. I sat down and I said, you said, Tanya, this is what we want to do. We want to build it. We want to do this. And I said, well, I'm going to write a strategy for it. I'm going to write up a strategy. I think it was a darn good strategy. We all thought it a great strategy. It still may happen. But in, um, in any case, I want to talk about your programs because um, I hadn't heard of it. And I'm a person that I think I'm well and tune to what's happening in the ground, but I think ground. But I think if more people understand about the pathway to freedom and what it does, I think it. I know you guys have a lot of young people in it, but I really believe in every city across America, there should be a pathway to freedom for corporations and CEOs to do a, a one-day trip or two-day trip just through their local market to understand the dynamics. You know, I, I really believe that people don't get it until they. F- till they have a personal experience most people and so share with us about the pathway to freedom's what was the, the freedom what was the vision that you and Ms Rosa Parks came up with um, to, to 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 design this
2: well uh, pathways to freedom motivates youth ages 11 to 17 uh, and beyond to reach their highest potential and it was uh, uh, our vision and uh, Mrs. Parks in particular, that young people uh, around the world network with one another. That if it started at the uh, young stages, uh, our group starts at age 11. Ages 11 to 17 are the um, ages that we encapsulate. And you know, that it it would just spread abroad, that it would be ingrained in them, and uh, they would continue with the rest of their lives. And uh, many of our students have done that. So, um, you know, that was really our thought, you know, process. And it was important to learn about our history. Uh, You know, Mrs. Parks, uh, you know, just participated in so much history, although when, uh, when you're making history, you don't think of it as history. You think of it as just uh, helping out uh, the community, but um, she laid the groundwork, um, you know, for all of us. And I've had the opportunity to, uh, uh, you know, meet many of her friends from Montgomery, Alabama, who uh, uh, she later joined. I think most of them preceded her um, in death, uh, but uh, you know she joined them later. And I know that they uh, are all you know you know happy and, and but, um, you know sharing but, the stories. But um, I think she wasn't a great she beyond. so
1: wasn't she so engaged at your learning centers in Michigan and California right, that had these um, models for youth mentoring seniors that Mrs. Parks participated in and was the first graduate in 1997. I I mean, Um, when some people talk about, you you know, often there's organizations, but I just wanted people, I I believe, you know, when I saw her belongings, remember we stayed near, we stayed the entire day at the Library of Congress. And Mm -hmm. I said to myself, she had to know literally as the youngest child's sense of consciousness, who keeps and documents so much of their life? You know what I mean? I mean, wow. the letters. And, and, and So what I want people to know that your organization is an organization that came about because, you know, so many do after there's someone popular. I want people to know when they connect with your organization, they're connecting really with the blueprint, the fingerprint of Mrs. Parks, the heart and soul of Ms. Rosa Parks. Absolutely. Uh, at the Library of Congress in particular, um,
2: that you get to see her penmanship, her handwriting, um, you know, her thought process, and the things that she uh, put down on paper, just uh, writing back and forth um, to uh, E.D. Nixon, who was uh, uh, head of the Southern uh, um, Christian Leadership Conference and uh, other members to uh, Dr. King and, um, you, know, that, uh, you know, the strategies that they were um, and indeed uh, fighting for uh, to make sure that all of us were free. Uh, it, was, it, it was just, a, a, you know, a part of their being um, that uh, they knew that we were being persecuted um, by uh, there being uh, a so-called separate but equal, uh, you know, uh, as far as racism was concerned, yes. that we were we were separated, uh, that, that blacks on one side and whites on the other side, but
1: yet um, we were to be equal. So, you
2: know, how is that?
1: Uh, you know, here's here. Um, here's a question. Do you ever and I think about this and I've never you and I've had um, quite a few moments and, and I want to share with the audience. This may be a brag right here, but I apologize. But Miss um, Elaine Steele um, actually invited me to Dr. Maya Angelou's funeral. And I, had, and I had an opportunity to share a room with you. I was so cautious with you. Wouldn't you agree? I was like, hey, look, ain't nobody messing with. You. She is going to get to point A to point B. I'm dropping her off in the front door. Uh, uh. <laughs> and you were like, who's your mom and daddy, girl? Like, what kind of home train? I was like, you got to be kidding me. Ain't nothing going to happen to you. But I think about, because, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm not afraid to say, I don't have to work hard to be kind. And thank you, Marvin and Ruby Jr., I don't. Absolutely. It's very innate in my in my soul in <laughs> my spirit. <laughs> and do, do you think that Mrs. Parks um, or yourself? I would like to know about both of you because you're two brilliant women that have contributed to the landscape. And I know that history you're you're written in history books. Whether you're so humble, you whether you want to understand it, you are. You're in the <laughs> Library of Congress on the walls. Um, <laughs> So my thoughts, uh, do you think she ever had any regrets?
2: Um, I would say that her only regret was that um, Mr. Parks, uh, Raymond Parks, who she loved very dearly, um, was not able to enjoy, um, you know, the freedom, you know, that she wanted him to uh, he became uh, ill, you know, in in his uh, you know later years, and and he could see things that she did not uh, pay attention to. Let me say it this way: he would say, Rosa, those people are just using you. They want to take you here and they want to take you there, and. They don't want to give you anything. And so she would say, oh, Raymond, we are just working together. And she was always <laughs> be so kind. And, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, he saw it differently. But he was a hard worker, and they loved each other dearly. And um, that was indeed a blessing to see, you know, how... Um, you know, um, a marriage, you know, really worked over the years and going from the southern states to the northern states and seeing how um, the challenges of life were still the same, no matter whether you were in the South or in the North or in the East or in the West, you know, for people of color, that it was always a grind. And so, for them to stay together and uh, to work together, it was a blessing. He was a barber, and uh, uh, and he always assisted, uh, uh, you know, someone who had their own
1: shop and and uh, in the barbering. And uh, when I mean, he, she, yeah, she must the dearness because his name, um, her husband's name, is on the institute. Yeah, and I always yeah. tell people, even if the, their partner, their husband or wife, they're not showing up, the fact that they have to they have to be okay with the time that you have to leave the family and go and contribute and work the work, that exactly. in itself says they're contributing to the higher cause. Yes. It's a, yes. If a, if and, it's and, a different contribution, but it is a contribution. Yeah.
2: But, and, and, and while Mrs. Parks was uh, working for Congressman Conyers, that uh, uh, Mr. Parks,
1: Raymond Parks, was uh, uh, taking care of her mom. Her, you oh, know, that, that's uh, just spectacular. Uh, well, we're going to go to yeah. break. We're going to go to a commercial. And we're going to come back. Believe it or not, I think that's our re- last commercial. We're going to come back and we're going to finish up this amazing conversation. Global World, Voice America, thank you for allowing us to bring Elaine Steele um, to the our platform and to our center stage. Thank you. We'll be right back right back not just talk radio
4: the future of online tv is here view exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else visit voiceamerica.tv today Tune in every week to the Voice America Influencers Channel for The Movement with Shannon D. Hughes. It's all about what's happened in the past that determines the future. Everyone has their up moments and their down moments. The pendulum is always swinging between the victories and the pitfalls in our lives. But each of these serves as success points that we learn from and move forward. Listen for The Movement every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.
0: You are listening to Not Just Talk Radio. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to lj at notjusttalkradio.com. Now
1: back to this week's show. Welcome, welcome, not just talk radio, around the world, we are sitting here at our round table having a really intimate conversation um, with Elaine Steele in regards to, if you haven't figured it out yet, Elaine Steele um, was the co-founder of the Raymond and Rosa Park Institute and and uh, we're having a chat about Rosa Parks because February 4th is her birthday, she would have been one hundred and six. And this, this chat is something that you've never heard before, and I'm hoping to inspire you. So, Elaine, you're still with us there? I am still with you, yes. And, and, and so here's a question. Um, we're going we're gonna to actually have another one of your soldiers. That's what I call y'all, Sousa soldiers. <laughs> uh, join us. I think she's on the line now. As a matter of fact, they just plugged me. She's on the line. So, Lois, right? Did I get that name right? Did I get it right? Lois Yes, Ms. Lois Harris. <laughs> good so morning now,
5: or good afternoon, yeah. ladies.
1: Now I have two queens on the line. How about that? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and so That's we've been God. having a wonderful, inspiring conversation with Elaine Steele, and you know, yeah. Elaine said to me, "I have not had the privilege to meet you, and I apologize. I hope to to meet you one day." And we wanted to just get really intimate and share um, a conversation about Rosa Parks that hopefully. Can drop some crumbs and lead to the next generation or folks out there that's sitting on that line. Um, but I want to welcome you to the show, and I want you to, if you don't mind, I, I was I was told you had an intro How did you meet Miss Rosa Parks? Well,
2: if, if I can just interrupt briefly, just to no. say, Oh, that you can definitely uh, angel girl that uh, Lois here was our angel that uh, came into Mrs. Parks in my life when we were in Los Angeles, California. And, uh, and, and she, you know, became an adopted daughter and uh, just, you know, stayed with us forever and brought all of her, you know, wonderful talent and her sweet, sweet spirit. And we just loved her. And I still love her dearly.
1: I'm well, telling you, I, I have nothing to useful. say. I'm speechless. <laughs> are, are you there, Miss Harris? Are you off your speakerphone? I am. No speakerphone, right? Because we want to hear you I'm clear. not on speaker.
5: Okay, no. great. I'm on my cell phone. Do oh. I need to call in on the landline? Would that
1: be... No. No, no, no. no. That's, no, that's part, no, We're 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 we have about ten minutes to the show, but we're just privileged that you can join us because when Elaine says, "Listen, I got to do this with Miss Harris," I'm like, "Hands down, let's call Miss Harris." So, Miss Harris, I am I, trying. to How did you meet Miss Park?
5: I uh, met Mrs. Steele and Mrs. Parks through uh, Willis Edwards. And he was just an amazing human being who knew how to put people together, no matter where you lived, no matter what you were doing. (laughs) And uh, he kept saying to me that I was going to be moving to Detroit, and I was going to be working with Mrs. Parks and Mrs. Steele. And I didn't take him seriously until I had the privilege of spending time with Mrs. Parks when she would winter in Los Angeles in the uh, Brantons home in Los Angeles and just absolutely fell in love with her fell in love with uh, Mrs. Steele, I've never seen a relationship, a friendship, a daughter and mothership, um, as it were, between the love and respect and trust that Mrs. Parks and Mrs. Mrs. Steele shared. And incidentally, um, uh, Mrs. Parks and Mrs. Eason uh, who is Mrs. Steele's mother, they were like mm, blood-bought blood sisters. And it was just <laughs> a special bond that the two women shared. And Mrs. Easton just had a big heart, and she shared Mrs. Steele with Mrs. Parks because Mrs. Steele was, was a daughter a son, twins, you know, I I said that. Mrs. Still is is worth five natural daughters to Mrs. Parks, you know, the the love, the companionship, the care. Uh they just adopted each other and and it was all of God. And I was privileged to uh share. And many years of love and friendship and family uh, with
2: these ladies. Well, bless you and thank you. And she came in as the baby daughter.
1: <laughs> I, I, I have to meet you. Listen, if you're the baby daughter, I took this. I'm, I'm sorry, I got all choked up. I took the position as Mrs. Steele's driver. <laughs> I was like, okay, if you're in DC, wherever you need, wherever you are, I'm going to be your driver. And um, so, so here's a question for the both of you: What is? Um, I'm going to start with Elaine. What is the greatest advice? Pick one that Mrs. Park shared with you.
0: Mrs. Well, would you care to go first. Really,
1: uh Yeah,
2: I don't know that that um, uh, you know there was something specific. She really demonstrated, you know, um, love one another. Amen. Uh, as uh, as I have loved you, she she demonstrated that she included us in in everything, um, and. Um, you know that we we loved her. You know for that, um, uh, it was just a uh, mutual respect society. Is, is actually mm-hmm. what it was, and uh, and uh, although we had uh, never lived together before, uh, we lived together. You know, as family, as a family unit, and it worked well. And uh, when it was so special that Mm -hmm. Lois, in fact, left uh, her family in California and moved to Detroit with us. Okay.
5: I'm sorry.
1: Hold hold that thought because there's a lot of back noise. I want to make sure we're clear. Oh, that's on my part. Yeah, the back no, the back noise is coming through, and we I want to make sure you're heard because that back noise is really heavy. Okay, so so she left her family. Lois, you left your family.
5: Well, I I needed to move. Wonderful uh, to Detroit. Uh, uh, Mrs. Parks was retiring from public life and she needed someone to be with her and keep her going personally on a personal level. And um, I had experience in being a personal assistant and also a caregiver. And um, so it was just just naturally uh, a natural fit uh, for me to be with Mrs. Parks at that time. Okay. And I uh, had my own business, and I could make my own hours and so forth and so on and and have a reliable uh, staff, and that allowed me and even my clientele, since I was such a workaholic and never took a vacation, so this was a sort of a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> that mm-hmm, mm-hmm, this was a working vacation, vacation. <laughs> uh, uh, for me, so they were happy for me and happy to see me go. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but none of us just knew it was going to be what it was. But um, do, and do you, I would I would it, say, and I'm sure Mrs. Steele could say the same thing we could be in the encyclopedia next to Dream Job because uh, working with Mrs. Parks was, it was just, it was a it was a dream. It was a dream.
1: And I, I want to say that your dream experience. is our reality because it's, I don't know about other people, but I know many people, if you may not hear it enough, that... When I reflect on doing anything in leadership, and and, and Elaine knows me well in that space, I go back to those. I always go back to you don't know where you're going until you know where you came from. And I think about the endurance and the determination, the level of strength it takes to do what you ladies have pulled off, including Mrs. Park. It is phenomenal. It should really, there needs to be a book written about measuring the social, emotional, economic um, strength it requires to get to this level. Because, again, um, you, and there's five pivotal points in American history, and you, too, the, both of you were a part of it. And I know we only have two minutes, and, and that's a thought I'm always thinking. Did Mrs. Parks know it would be this big? And we're going to end with that question because they're going to shut me off here in a minute. Did, do you, did, did Mrs. Park ever know? Did she ever have that moment where she go, okay, I'm good because you're all going to talk about this for th- for 600 years?
2: <laughs> Mrs. No, I, I don't Park, think it, uh, it crossed her mind because she um, never looked at herself, uh, you know, as the...
1: As the Rosa Parks, you know. As the Rosa no, Parks, she, she was just Rosa. <laughs> no, I get that because my dad would go rock and roll hall of famer, and he goes, Is "That your daddy?" And I go, "Yeah, but he just liked to fish." <laughs> 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 and, I, and I was just really wondering. So we're down, believe it or not, we're down to the hour. Um, I I also have a podcast. We're going to have to take this conversation a little later down the road um, because I think there's so much to talk about. I want people to learn and be respired and inspired and be reminded of this conversation i want people to google your names and find you and contact your organization and try to support you know try to support inroads and understand it's not a quick fix to what we have to deal with this is a transformation of a of of human thinking and there's a certain, you got to be special to pull this off, whether you want to fill it or not. And so this is not, for, this is not games play, and I thank you both women for being queens in our industry, for being phenomenal people, and for setting an, ex- an extraordinary example that people like me will talk about for generations.
5: Well, we have the, the, the best ever uh, privilege and honor and role model, and Mrs. Parks, who was the most humble person. In fact, we need to campaign that her picture be next to the word humble. Or oh, on a dollar bill, or, or on some
1: money. <laughs> right. That no, not, I, it I, no I love neat. that. I love that. Well, we're down to 30 seconds. If you don't know now, you know. Um, Elaine Steele <laughs> and thank you Ms. Harris, thank you. and we thank you for your contributions. I'm a woman today, today I'm 55, I'm a woman of 55, and I must, must tell you, um, whether you know it or not, a part of your strength has crossed over the seas and waters, and honestly, I, I wake up and I think about women like you, and, and I've had, a, like I said, an, an Elaine Steele, who literally changed my life because I come from you know one place but she took me to another place and I just want to personally say for my generation and women like me we thank you and we will always honor you and I and I I hope I hope to just catch up with some of the steps and that being said if no one told you they love you today I do not just talk radio thank you for joining the show
0: Thank you for tuning in to Not Just Talk Radio You'll want to check out the next edition of the show next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.